Welcome to the Married AF Podcast, episode number 15. Finally. Finally. We've been out for a month. We haven't done anything in a month. So my name is Matthew Powers. My beautiful wife right across from me is Monica, and we are your hosts for the Married AF, which is as followers, not what other people think it is, because people get angry whenever you do that. I like it. Brings, uh, what is that, Good public- any publicity is good publicity? Sure. Or that's good, bad, angry, indifferent? I have my thoughts about it, but... It doesn't matter, but we're recording this on, <laughs> on Saturday, March the 5th. Our last episode was on February the 7th, so we've been gone for about a month, and last episode we were gearing up and getting ready to go to Dallas for the EXO Marriage Conference, in which we did go. We did. <laughs> we did go, and we made it back. We've just been... Not recording for a little while. No. Do you want to kind of lay out why? No. No. I think you probably should. Because I don't want to. Because you (laughs) don't want to. Well, that that should be changed to I didn't want to. Elaborate. I still think you need to write a book. But (laughs) I just feel like I got roped into this. La, da, 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 da. You win some, you lose some. Yeah, I guess I've lost completely. But um, we've gotten really good feedback. And after the marriage conference, we were really geared up. We were like, oh, yes, we can tell all of the people about this. Oh, I can't wait to share this. And then we get back. <laughs> well, there was so much of it. There like was- Realistically, there were, what, 15, 16 sessions, I think there was. Yeah, on Friday... We sat through 10 different speakers. 10 different speakers. But I did not realize that we sat through 10 different speakers until they announced that on Saturday because I, I did, it didn't feel like that it was long. Boom, boom, boom. It, it was, was great. Right after that. Yeah, the speakers were incredible. Really, it's, it's episodes upon episodes upon episodes that we could bring up because there was just so much good information. So when we came back, it was fired up, ready to go. But we got back and there was no rest. No. And we got it back at, at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> and bam, we're at church first thing the next morning, getting ready for, for Sunday, um, which that was a huge night for us coming back home because we traveled back in time. Oh, Do you remember God. that? Oh, God. We successfully accomplished time travel and nobody's talking about it. <laughs> I don't know why nobody's talking about it, but we did. It was Sunday and then just like, Bam. It became Saturday again. Okay, Doc Brown. I think it's amazing. No one else thinks it's cool at all, but I think time travel is amazing. And we successfully <laughs> accomplished that. I'm married to a dork. <laughs> I think it's awesome. So, but we've been, we've been very busy. Um, a whole lot going on. Yeah. Just haven't had a chance to record between kids and basketball and work and church and baseball started and sickness and well that honestly sickness is the reason why we're actually at home well it, it, that's one positive of <laughs> yeah. it the sickness I, is yeah awful Oof. it's been a week it's been a miserable week but it's we so are sad. we're finally here and finally recording something mm-hmm. and going to talk about some of the things uh from, from the conference and everything that's going on but monica has been completely resistant to you have, you have literally asked me every week, hey, are we going to record? Are we going to record? Well, well, I mean, we have this small group. Uh, you find this- every excuse in the book <laughs> to not record. But what happened this week? It wasn't this week. It was this week. Was it? Yep. No, it was last week. Or last week. I it's mean, all the same. no. Um, 
Are you sure it was last week? Or was I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But someone reached it, out to you and said what? Which I'm confused. I thought we were. People have been asking, <laughs> where is the podcast? I need a new episode. I'm caught up. Yes. You haven't recorded anything. What's going on? Well, why, do you, why don't you have a new one? Yeah, that happened this week and last week and the week before. And then the week we got back, oh, I can't wait to hear all the information you got. Yeah. Yeah, it's still dumb people actually want to listen to what we have to say because I don't think we really have anything good to say a lot of the time. Well, that's why I don't want to be a podcast. <laughs> well, you know but what? We don't, wanna, we don't want to do a lot of the things that God has given us and laid out in front of us to do. Right. And Okay, I know. When we, don't do, when we don't do the things that he's laid out in front of us and he's like just Powers. pushing us and saying, hey, moron, look right in front of you. Look at what I've given you. Why don't you take advantage of this and actually do something with it I've called you to do? Okay, I hear you and you're preaching at me. I get it. I get it. I love it. Thank you. you for continuing to smile through all of that. You're welcome. Well, I was rolling my eyes. But um, yeah, so that happened. God slapped us, well, me in the face. Mm-hmm. On top of all of the things that I've been, you know, acting like we've got stuff to do and reality, we just don't. It was me. I don't want to do this podcast. Ugh. Why did he wrangle me into this? Why did I agree to this? Did I agree to this or did it just happen? I'm still confused on that whole thing. You did because when a, when a man <laughs> leaves his father and mother, they're joined together <laughs> with their wife. And those two become one. So, yes, you did agree to this because the two of us have become one. Blah. So, uh, yes, I've been making every single excuse that there is known to man. So, for all of you out there that actually (laughs) like listening to us for some reason um, and you find us funny, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. Like like the show. Find us on the social stuff. Uh, leave messages and comments and ratings and oh yeah, all that stuff on all the podcast platforms because that's really really good. That really helps us out. It does. Um, and if it's something good that's happened for you, um, you know, maybe it could help someone else at some point in time. That's the whole reason we ever talked about this and started doing this is just right. to, to you know our small group outgrew itself in a it sense. Did. I mean, which is great. That means obviously not just the people who listen to the podcast all over the world are gaining information from this. But at the same time, I was, you know, still, no, let's not do this. This is not what I'm supposed to do. I don't understand. I love speaking. I've never had an issue about speaking of all the things that I'm passionate about. And I am very passionate about Jesus. So I will talk about Jesus all the time, but I never thought that it would be on a podcast. Right. Well, not just Jesus, but we're also passionate about marriage. Yeah. Well, without Jesus, your marriage can't. That's true. But the reason for ours is because we, we, I truly believe that we have experienced nearly everything that a human being could possibly experience in a relationship and can relate to people in some way when it comes to that. Or at least get some kind of thought process to if they ask us about something how we how we handled handled it in a sense but yeah so i was done with the podcast you aren't done you just want to take the longest hiatus you possibly could which would have been in turn be a yeah might as well be let's just be done indefinitely yeah so a couple weeks ago and you were very over the top happy to tell me this that was it 
I had well, I had a meeting. You had with a meeting for, for work, uh, which is not podcasting at all. Uh, but we had a meeting with someone. It was by Zoom and everything. We've had a handful of meetings um, in the past, and this was just kind of a final one before we we take on this uh, this project with them. Uh, then he just guy just straight up asked me, said, "Hey, I got a question. Do you have a podcast?" I was like, <laughs> yes, and he has been listening to the podcast, which is. Just kind of crazy and, and kind of cool. It's no one that I've known that's, you know, I said, hey, we got a podcast. You need to listen to this or anything like that. And bam, there there it was. There it happened. And I told you about that. And you're like, oh, fine. Uh, I God, guess people do I'll, listen. I'll listen. I'll listen to everything you're telling me. Thanks for slapping me in the face again. Jeez. So I'm happy to finally be back. <laughs> And record something and uh, share all of this stuff that we've gotten from from the marriage conference and just, you know, what's been going on the last few weeks because um, we have have been busy. It's been busy around here all day. We hung the TV in our office. We've got baseball on right now and it's incredible. Well, it's it's college baseball. I don't care. It's baseball. It's baseball. The MLB, you know, Rob Manfred. <sighs> I, I just, you know what, buddy? Can we talk about something else? My despise for Rob Manfred's not good enough for everybody right now fine I, I guess no, I get that I'd rather focus on what we have to talk about absolutely we'll never talk about anything else so let's talk about the conference <laughs> the conference was great it snowed while we were there uh, it was really hot the first day yeah. and then snowed it was the next in day. the 70s it was and then and snowed the, the next day I said wow Texas uh, you're just like Alabama yeah it was uh it was very interesting um but it was a lot of fun uh it was a fellowship church in Dallas which was Huge. That place is on a whole another level. Um, but everything about the conference, I, I had no problems with any of it, except maybe the flight out um, <laughs> was something we, we were sitting right on the front. We flew Spirit Airlines, which first time we've ever done that. I don't know if we'll fly any other way. I don't think so either. So easy. It's it so treat, cheap. It was incredible. Yeah. Uh, except for on the flight out, uh, the, the people sitting behind us had a kid. And the kid did nothing but kick the back of the seat. Well, that was like the for, third. For the, no, that was like the third negative thing that happened. Me getting through security powers. Oh, yeah. that's uh, You want to explain that? <clears throat> if it, I really thought that, okay, if that happened just through security, dear God, what is the rest of this trip going to be like? So tell them what happened uh, so you have with to go, the security. Yeah, so you have to go through, um, you know, the thing where you put your feet on the little feet and then they put your arms, arms up. up and they scan you. Well, at that time, I could not get my arm above my left arm that I had shoulder on the shoulder surgery. Mm -hmm. I could not get my arm in the position they needed me to for that machine so they understood and very great about it so i just went through the little metal detector and then they um swiped my hands with some kind of stuff and had to run it through a chemical thing and it got flagged so they had to do the wand the like the metal metal detecting wand. wand and um a patent down and I said okay they're like we can go behind closed doors I was like is it that serious she said no ma'am so I said well okay I got two kids <laughs> I lost modesty years ago so we just stood there and did the pat down she did some other thing with those same kind of wipes on her own gloves after she had done the search 
I was a little confused because that time it also gave a red flag. I said, what does that mean? She goes, ma'am, I don't know. I've never had anybody fail two of them. I need to get my supervisor. I said, oh, okay. So she got her supervisor and her supervisor comes over and says, ma'am, we need to take you to this other room. I said, okay, sure. I don't, I'm not hiding anything. I'm sorry you guys are, I, I kept apologizing. I'm sorry you guys are having to do this. I'm sorry you are having to do this. Yeah, we got into a room and they closed the door. Yeah, I got serious real, real quick. And I said, uh. I wasn't a part of any of this. They told me to stay behind with the, with the bags as the guy was taking everything he, out. Yeah, they then, had to find my and bag then, and then And then basically took everything out stuff. and then just like, okay, well, now you can put it all back together. And I want to say thanks a lot, man. That, that's wonderful to do right <laughs> in the middle of security. Awesome. Yeah, me there not to help and everybody frantic no. leaving security, right? Well, I am in clothes without shoes and in this room. She did um, say to me that this is the first time that's happened for her. Um, this is the supervisor. We're going to do a more invasive pat down. And if we have to do another one, then you will need to remove your clothes. I said, oh my Jesus. Yeah, it's getting serious now. So she got in a little bit closer on all the things she they did. Um, the first pat down and then she did her gloves again and left the room and left me with the original girl that had done the pat down and the first pat down and <laughs> the girl says I don't I, I, I have not seen what happens after this I said I don't want to see what happens after this. <laughs> no. And she laughs at me. And thank God, the supervisor comes back in and says, you're good to go. And I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, they, they, I kept asking if you had shot guns Yes, today. have you been around any ammunition is, or shooting? Have you shot some guns today? I said, no. Which was really, really strange. What? What is in my arm? That's what I kept thinking. Yeah. What, what did they put inside of my arm? What is holding my surgery. bicep? Yeah, because they had to reattach the bicep. So I'm thinking, what is in my arm that makes all of this? What has it done to my skin? Or yeah, my... I don't know. Okay. Well, afterwards, I researched that it is titanium holding my bicep together. So that's kind of cool. But, you know, but I would think that happens to a ton of people with surgery. Right. So why? Who knows? Maybe mine is so fresh. I don't know. It who was knows? like three, almost three months out. Yeah, no, I, who knows? Who knows? It's point. me. I'm just happy that it happened to me and not somebody, somebody else. Because was that the same? Was that in Atlanta when we saw the guy trying to pick a fight? Or was no, that on that our was way in home? Dallas on the way home, which was. <laughs> yeah, so our flight to Dallas, we, we, left, we left Atlanta and we, we paid for, we paid like 30 bucks for the very front row, like a. They don't have like a first class, but their first two rows. I think it's the first two rows. A little more spacious. Oh, it's beautiful. And when you're only paying like a hundred bucks for a round trip flight, you might as well splurge the extra 30. Yeah. To I mean, uh, get a little bit more leg room and be the first off first the plane. Because everyone wants to be the first <laughs> off the plane. Well, we yeah. all rush that yeah. to do that. So <laughs> the entire time there was a child sitting behind me in the parent's lap. The kid never cried. Ever. No. But boy, did it love to kick the seat. No parents could care less. Luckily, the kid fell asleep shortly after takeoff. 
But oh man, this for was gonna be straight minutes. This was gonna I was be a long, long. I had to pray a lot. A long flight, but we made it, and the kid passed out the entire flight, which was nice. We made it to Dallas pretty well, and then uh, had had the conference. So the the conference itself, again, it was it was incredible. The speakers were incredible. We have so many notes. I mean, we were writing fu- down furiously uh, the entire time. One thing I was amazed of: a lot of people didn't take notes at all. They just kind of sat yeah. there and were just like, "Yeah, I'm just showing up. I'm just here to get the free stuff. I'm it just really here to get the bag. <laughs> the, the, the bag, the bag of stuff. I'm just here for that. Give me my sticker <laughs> and, and to get get the." picture so i can uh post it online and, and let everyone know that i was here and that i'm look at know, me fighting for my marriage yeah maybe well i mean did we post stuff yeah you did it? okay yeah you did a great job with that you're lying Mm-mm. you're so lying I no you really did i did yeah you did okay you took care of that so what what was one of your <laughs> your, your takeaways from there were so many but i think the one that we um we need to focus on because I feel like this one, it's for everyone, not just married couples. Yes, it's every It's person. every relationship. Relationship or person. By the way, there's a whole lot of, and it'll come up in, in, in weeks to come um, or episodes to come because who knows when we'll record again. Um, <laughs> these marriage conferences are loaded with sex. Oof. Holy smokes. It's loaded Boy, do down I with got sex. some verses for you men. That, yes, oh. men are gonna men are gonna absolutely love that. But uh it was one of the sessions, it was oh. one of the I think it was the last session on uh Thursday night. Um but it was the last session of the first day, but it was it was about he was, called it a virtual marriage. And it was Jimmy Evans who who gave kind of this talk, but a virtual marriage and what that means. It was Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. Um, wow. Blew my mind. Just the statistics that we got from that. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty amazing. We're, virtual we're, marriage. Go ahead. Because everything is pretty much virtual now. It is. So you know? he, he was talking a lot about technology and how it impacts individuals, how it impacts the marriage, how it impacts relationships and families. And a lot of the stuff that he gave us was, was kind of crazy. The uh, biggest thing was just it, it's a distraction to us. Well, of course, it's a huge distraction to us where we've almost become slaves to our technology and to our phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of the stats and some of the studies that were done are twenty five percent of couples fight because of Facebook. Facebook. And if that doesn't just like take you back to middle school and high school drama over something really stupid, um, <laughs> you know, oh my gosh, you looked at this girl in the hallway, but oh my gosh, you liked this girl's picture. And now we're going to fight about it. Mm -hmm. You liked their picture, but you didn't like mine. Yes. Kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And that's... You commented on that, but you didn't comment on mine. That's what I equated it to. But I could see that being Mm -hmm. such a reality where people are fighting over what happens on Facebook. And they're more more concerned with what happens on Facebook or Instagram or any of them. Everybody's going to see that. Oh, my God. Then what's happening Mm -hmm. right in front of you. Uh, but 25% of couples fight because of Facebook. Social media causes one in seven to consider divorce. That's one in seven stupid. married couples consider divorce because of what goes on on social media. <laughs> Whether it's who people follow, who people are friends with, what they're commenting on, what they're liking, what they're sharing, whatever it is. But one, one in seven, that's crazy to think about. It's just... <laughs> So we, uh, it'd be easy to say we're easily distracted by 
our cell phones. Yeah. And by technology and what's going on but, with it. Yeah. And, and the other thing was it, it isolates us. Mm-hmm. And we might not think that. You're like, oh my God, I'm on social media. How am I isolated? I have 3,512 <laughs> friends on me? Facebook. Do you see how many people hit the heart button? Yeah. But we do. We we, we take in, in context our online friends over actual true friendships. And we're more worried about the virtual side of things yeah. than true meaning I mean, friendships. Yeah. I mean, that isolation. Yeah, you're, you're on social media, blah. That's preventing real social interaction it, it, oh it does uh, not just social interaction with other people or relationships or your family or your spouse but just it it, it creates that division in everyday social interaction because I mean, we're we're looking down focused on our phones um, that, that makes me think of all the times where i'm <laughs> i've been told you live in the moment too much. How the heck do you mean I live in the moment too much? Because I'm not snapping a picture of what's currently happening because I'm living the moment. I love having memories. And my kids will be like, hey, mom, you remember that time? Yes, I do. Yeah. It was absolutely amazing. Nope, I don't have a picture of that. Unless somebody else took it because I'm in the moment. Well, and we've actually talked about we probably need to take more pictures. Not so we can... <laughs> share them but so we can have them stored to our platform mm-hmm. um there where we you know back up all of our photos and we our get cloud. our cloud <laughs> and we get we get daily memories of what happened you know this day and this year or, or you know yeah. back in this summer six months ago. and it's always really cool to go back and look can on you that, believe so. that was five years ago yeah, yeah we probably do need to take yeah. more pictures and videos of everything just for that because it is fun to go back and watching to go back and see and our kids love it mm-hmm. like they love to grab can we check the memories and, today we, yeah <laughs> they want to check the memories they want to see what's going on but it's of we're checking on the memories of actual real things that happen and not this this facade and this fake virtual world that we're trying to live in every single day yeah i guess you know for us that's never for me i i don't like social media and I know I'm the oddball out here in that sense because I don't care if I get all your likes or you don't like it or you share it or, you know, whatever else you do with those. I just don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a reason why. I, I don't care. Well, and here's the thing about social media. Um that I think it was initially intended for really, really good things. No, no. Initially it was created for good. It was created to connect people and connect people that you don't normally see, uh, to be able to, to talk to people more and see what's going on in people's lives. But somewhere, somehow we, we took a turn. It was Zuckerberg. Well, not necessarily. The, like originally, he did what that I'm because saying, he, didn't well, he have a bad girlfriend or something? Yeah. I mean, hello, that should have been the But No, what I'm getting flag. at is it was initially created to connect people and keep in touch with people and friends and family, you know, all across the world. Mm-hmm. But somewhere we took a turn where it became, it became a Me way guess. of, let me show you how much greater my life is than yours or mm-hmm. let me complain to show you how 
how horrible my life is so I can get your pity and I can get your, your sympathy on everything that I'm doing rather than trying to connect with people. You know, one of my biggest pet peeves that that I see, uh, because I know it, I know it's true is whenever someone is going through a difficult time, it's, you know, it can be good to post it out there. So one, you can inform people, but two, so people can, can can know to be able to reach out to you because you can't text or call everyone what's going on. It's good to keep people updated. But when I see something going on with somebody and I just see below it, praying, pray, and all the praying emojis <laughs> and all this, uh, I mean, let's, I would, I would say at least 80% of those people, they see it, they type it and they never think about it again Yep. in a million years. And that's, that's where social media became something where we're just there to be seen mm-hmm. rather than actual have, ha- have actual interaction with people. Because again, you can have true, meaningful interaction with people through social media. But when it becomes just a scroll fest where all we're trying to do is see how many things we can see, how many things we can like, how many people we can argue with, how many things we can comment on, and we just praying and I'm moving on to the next thing. Oh, let me see this funny video of this guy doing something stupid. And I've forgotten completely about this situation that is really serious in your life. Mm-hmm. And instead of just you know hitting praying or put the praying hands, you know, go out and actually text that person or call that person and let them know, Hey, I'm going to pray with you right now. Do you mind? Real. Or what can I, Be can I real. get for you or what can I, and that's the, the loss of interaction that I think we've had with, with social media. And, you know, you see couples and they're sitting on the couch together and what are they, they're both got their phones in their hands and they're just mindlessly scrolling Matthew, you do know people media. can't watch you. Can't, they can't see you right now. You didn't have to pick up. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I did pick up but my phone I, and start. I am totally enjoying your. <laughs> but that's what they Actually, do. I know. And, and it, it takes away and it separates. And it, it you can be sitting on the couch with your spouse. I can be sitting on one side. You can be sitting on the other. And yes, we're together in the same room, in the same house, on the same couch. And we are completely separated and isolated from each other. Mm-hmm. I think there are more people going through that than than one would probably even think. I think there are more people who would say, "Well, that's okay. That's my me time," <laughs> and it's that's just not me okay. Time. It's it's Yow, taking the... away from from the relationship. It's uh, taking well, away it's from... taking away from your kids because your kids seeing all that you're doing. Well, let's talk about that because he even talked about that. There was a study done with teens. It was it was um at a a huge, uh, I guess like a retreat for teens. And the yes, te- yes, te- yes. teens are asked, hey, what are the what are four things that you wish you had or if something what are four from things, their parents? What are four things on, that you wish you had from, from your parents? <laughs> um, and the first one oh, was teens need. Yeah. The, what, um, what teens four need. things that teens need or want from their parents? And these are going to just blow your mind because that would never ever no. be something well, that especially the think. number one answer the number one answer was rules that they want rules and you're thinking well this study's what? jacked up it's yeah. messed teens don't want rules they want to they want rule to rule the themselves and yeah. they want to do what they want to do but that's not really the case because teens they these were answered by the teenagers yes that they need rules that they want rules one because they can't regulate themselves they can't mm-hmm hold themselves accountable in every single situation. So, I mean, that's, that was, that was huge. The second thing was time. (laughs) And this is where we really see the whole social media thing get into a whole nother level. Yeah, it is. They Mm want, they want, they want our time. They want to spend time with us. And these are teens. Yeah. 
teenagers. I mean, if this is a teenager saying all of this, can you imagine what the younger, like preteens and younger, really need? Mm-hmm. More than likely, it's the same thing. I mean, put put your put yourself for those of you who have kids. Just put yourself in that moment right now. Of, of just, I, I would say probably in the last week, you can you can pick out a moment where your child, teen below whatever, especially if the, if they're you know anywhere from from four to ten years old, saying, "Mommy, mommy, mommy, look at this, look at this, look at this," and and I guarantee that that you have at some point this week ignored them, stared at your phone, or say, "Just hang on a second. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, me and you were guilty of that. I've done that. Yeah. I've done that. Just hang on. Just wait. Whoa, Just whoa, let whoa, me wait. finish this. And because mm-hmm. what's going on on here, what's going on on our phones has become more important because we're seeing Sally has gone to the beauty salon again <laughs> and got her hair did. And we got to make sure that we like it and everything's okay with it. Mm-hmm. More important than what's sitting right in front of us with our kids. I mean, I've, I've even been saying lately to our son since we kept him home this week, just in case that he wouldn't spread this nasty stomach bug, but... We only let our children have their electronics is what we say, their iPads. And we let them play on their PlayStations Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But because this little heifer did all of his work early and got it all done while he was at home, I was like, you know what? We're going to reward the guy. So we let him have his iPad. Mm-hmm. So me and the sick one, little Elkie, we just lay on the couch and whatever this child wanted to watch, I would watch. And Cash, halfway through a movie, like, what happened? What You know, kid, if you look up at once in a while, it's amazing what you would find out. Mm-hmm. But the amount of times I told him in two days. And the, wor- and the <laughs> just- wise words of Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Good <laughs> grief. Speak powers. The wise words of Ferris Bueller. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, <laughs> you could miss it. Yeah. I mean, and it's so true. It is. Well, we're, we're, we're entrenching our cell phones and, and all of this stuff. We're, we're missing all the real stuff that's going on. Um, and that leads me to the, the stat 39% of kids wish parents would spend more time off their phone. Mm-hmm. Our kids, they see it. And honestly, they see it. Your kids see it. When Cash and Elkie were maybe two and four, when a four-year-old tells you, trying to talk to you or do something, they don't want to ask daddy because daddy's on his phone too much. If that doesn't hit you in the face, a four-year-old... I will never forget how fast Matthew Powers put his phone down. Holy smoke. I mean, it was a, it it was broke a huge it, heart. It did. It broke my heart. It was a wake up call um, that, wow, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm becoming a slave to what's going on on my phone. And it's just, and Cash it's is not more now. important than what's, what's in front of me. And yeah. And you can ask him, is daddy on his phone too much? No. Now it's more of a daddy works a lot. <laughs> We're working on that too. <laughs> But yeah, thirty nine percent of kids wish their fa- parents would spend less time on the phone, and mm-hmm. you know, kids are perspective on pers- their phone, not as in talking on it. No, we, we whether don't it's talk talking on, on there's true. Well, I don't know. Younger generation does. They FaceTime on their phones. It's the same dadgum yeah. thing. But they're on social media. I mean, I will be the first to say, I'm always on some kind of realtor app. Yes. <laughs> Zillow, Realtor, 
I am Redfin. <laughs> I am trolling houses. Always. I am not trolling what houses. the Johnsons are doing down the street because I don't care. Unless the Johnsons' house is for sale. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then I would know. Oh, baby, look, this house is for sale. It's going for this. That means our house could go for this. <laughs> I always think about that. Yeah, that's yeah. But they do. They would just. They want to spend more time with us. The the third thing they said they wanted grace, which blew my mind. Yeah, they want. You some thought grace. the rules. You're like, what? I get the time. Mm-hmm. But rules and grace, and those two go hand in hand together. Yeah. Like they want rules, but they want grace whenever they, they, they break fall. a rule yeah. or they make a mistake because newsflash, you aren't perfect at all and you've made a ton of mistakes. But you can't yell at your kids when they do all the things that you didn't want them to do because otherwise they're never going to learn because they stop learning from you at what was it like 10 years old? It's something like that. It's yeah. something insane. And you're, you never would have imagined that my kid's not going to stop learning from me at that age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're really close to that age and I can see it because. I too. Oh, he picks told up. Told you. Told you. Oh my God. Oh I'm like, man. I've created a monster. He is a He's little 51% monster. 51% my fault now. Fit <laughs> <You know? laughs> for just 49% my fault. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's all that is. <laughs> but um, but you, yeah. Yeah. That they they stop learning from you, and so they're going to go out and do whatever is happening in the world. And so what? They've done something wrong, or they're not on the same. Like with Cash, he is not on anyone's reading level but his. Mm-hmm. And we're okay with it. Yeah. I mean, we want him to be better. But it's not something that's going to happen overnight. No. And we're there for him with whatever. But he knows he's not where he's supposed to be. Yeah. And it, sometimes he does get upset about it. But he's gotten really good at texting. Yes, he's, he is texting. And it is, I mean, I felt like, oh, God, he's going to be the annoying kid that texts everybody. But he only has certain numbers in his um iPad that he can text people. So, <laughs> and but it's really helped him it a lot. It's helped him so much. He's like, Mommy, look how much I've been texting. Oh, he'll show me. You like have a got paragraph. to, you have got to leave people alone. <laughs> they got to go to work. Yes. <laughs> let, let people live their <laughs> lives, please, man. But we're going to give him all the grace he needs in that process of having to learn yeah. and grow because we've all been there. We might not have gotten the grace that we needed in that time of learning. But you can be that person now that gives that grace, whether you've got it or not. You be that generational curse breaker, you know, Mm -hmm. give them the grace because boy, with cash and all the teachers that he's had, I've been so hardcore on at the end of every year, they give you this little thing to fill out. And what type of teacher do you think your child needs for next year? Um, we need one with rules, organization, strict, um, you know, all of the hardcore things. Dadgummit, this year we had, it was three, after the first nine weeks mm-hmm. that we had the meeting with the principal, um, his teacher was not on the meeting call yet. It was a video conference. Yep. Um, and they were just bragging on how great Cash was doing. And I said, really? And t- they were talking about how much he loves his teacher. And she's just very loving and nurturing and just 
full of grace and everything. That was it. And the principal says, does that sound familiar, mom? I was like, oh my God. That's what he needs. He needs grace. You know, all, all the I've kids been do. setting him up for failure, to, you know, telling them to give him these mean teachers. And he got a teacher this year that's like his mom. Yeah, it was the best best experience like, he's had. I'm so sorry, you know. But we don't we don't we don't like to give grace at all, and it's so hypocritical of us to not extend grace to other people when God has given us all the grace in the world. Yeah, I'll never like understand that. And over and over and over again, like every single day. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you 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 did, but I still love you. And mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna get through this together and I'm gonna pick you up and we're gonna walk through it and uh you know, I'm not I'm not gonna yell at you, I'm not gonna scream at scream at you. Um, you know, we're gonna get through it together. And I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, because we as people don't like <laughs> to do that I'm, very often. No, I'm guilty as all get out. No, this person burned me. Bye. Mm-hmm. And Jesus you didn't teach me? that. Bye. Jesus said if you know how many how often do you forgive somebody he was like ah oh, seven times no no 70 times so meaning infinite every amount of time. time always every time always always <laughs> always give forgiveness so that's what the the kids in the in the uh, number four four was affection they want affection i mean you don't think about that no teenagers teenagers they, want they don't affection. want to be told in public that they love you love them they don't want hugs oh somebody's gonna see that you know embarrass me oh my god I mean, it's number four, but they they still need that and might not be in public. But when they walk through the door at home. Well, they just need to know that they are loved. Yeah. Um, because the world is going to tell you otherwise mm-hmm. that you're not loved um, because the world is a mean, nasty, dirty place. And, and it's funny that we say world and in reality, it needs to be social media. All forms of social media. Oh, that is a it's a huge form of it. Because nobody's going to tell you to your face. No. You look oh my gosh, you have a lot of keyboard warriors. Yeah. Who are so big and strong behind a keyboard or behind their phone. Uh, but boy, boy, you're getting you know face to face with someone. You know, people are pissed off that, that you got to keep wearing masks. But um, you doing all of those things on social media, you're still wearing a mask. Yeah. It's not Halloween. Take it off. In the pandemic, it's practically over. So take it off. You know. Stop being a little jerk. Well, maybe they need love. Maybe they need the affection. <laughs> no, and that's probably where it stems from. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think when, when you look at everybody and you look at the problems that people are going through, it's usually stems from something else. You know, when people are constantly fighting with each other over whatever stupid thing it may be, it's probably because there's something else going on. Um, yep. you and don't, we'll you never don't, really know what's no, we'll going know on what's the really root happening. of the problem. And that's why we are to continue to give that grace over and over and over. Yeah. And cannot believe I said that out loud. Because <laughs> well, we are. I'm, I am guilty of not giving people grace because I am allergic to stupid. It's hard not to be. I mean, even Elkie last night when we were talking about, what were we talking about? Being allergic to something or don't want to be around pe- something. I can't remember what it was. About, we were talking about running. Running. Um, and the, I was you like, only I'm going to run. You run from zombies and cold and then Elkie said and stupid people. And stupid. And I was like, yes. But then I would be constantly running. So you can't run from stupid. You can't, can't, can't <laughs> run from everything. 
Um, so I mean, at the end of the day, it's just this, it's this virtual world that we're living in where we are obsessed with technology and obsessed with our phones and obsessed with all this, all this stuff. Um, and it's just, it becomes a problem because we're missing out on a lot of the stuff that's, you know, all the real important things that are right there in front of us. Right. And that problem becomes an addiction. It does. It is. We are addicted to it. Yeah. And well, you you know it's an addiction. Uh, well, this was that another, stat that you had earlier this 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 stat blows <laughs> absolutely blows my mind. I okay? still can't believe that you, this is not. I you, don't know where these numbers came from. You know that this that, that your cell phone is God. an addiction when ten percent of people check their phone during sex. Ten <laughs> percent of people check their phone <clears throat> during. Sex and five percent check it immediately after. Like that's the you're you're done. The very first thing you're, I gotta check my phone because I may have missed something in the last, depending on where you're from, <laughs> the last ninety seconds or the last forty five minutes. Who really knows? But that that screams addiction. Uh, if you're checking your phone during sex, I, your phone buzzes or dings and you're immediately oh i gotta see who that is because what i'm doing right now apparently isn't good enough and i've got to check my phone i mean if that if if my one of our phones were to go off i would be like sucks for them (laughs) yeah it's just too bad they can wait this is a me moment right now <laughs> they can wait just a little bit. I mean, it ain't that serious. Ten percent. Yeah, that's uh, one thing that uh, Mark Driscoll talked about. We'll get to that because he, he talked about sex a lot. Wait to get to it that was one. it was so great. We could uh, not start with that. The the men are gonna gonna love it. But <laughs> he had talked about um, reeled in. You know, sex is something you you treat it as a menu. You have appetizers. You have the main course. You have dessert. You have things that are <laughs> in the test kitchen that they don't know, aren't sure if they want to put it on the menu or not put on. <laughs> I can guarantee you, checking your phone during the act is not going to be something on the menu, ever. Never, ever, ever. That's not getting on the menu. Okay? If but you're checking your phone in the process... That's not that's, good. Um, something, something's not right no, with what they're doing. It is. That's, you're not doing it right. You know what? You need to expand your menu <laughs> if you're checking the phone... During during that, but because that's a serious addiction, it is. Uh, that's I that's mean, a bad. You bad, need rehab. A, yeah, it's a bad addiction. Um, when you when you can't put your phone down for, you know, fifteen minutes and uh, have sex with your spouse, you're <laughs> you're too worried with what's happening on social media or that text message, or you got to check the the game and see what the score is. That, that that shows that it's a it's an addiction, and it's just it's just Satan's attack on on the relationship and yeah. Satan's attack on. Marriage, you know, because if you can't turn your phone off, your phone owns you. No, it absolutely owns you, and yeah. we are not supposed to be a slave to our phones. They are supposed to be a you know service to us. Mm-hmm. They are not our master; they are our servant. And that's, um, but it's it's the complete opposite. It's the way world around. we live in. Yeah, our yeah. phones. We are the servants to our phone. Oh yeah, absolutely. It owns us, but it's it's Satan's attack on on us as individuals and us on our marriage and. The relationship that, hey, I'm going to make you give up someone for something. And that something is maybe social media or your phone or the game or fantasy sports or, or whatever it is. But it's not anything that's that's important or going to bring any substance to to your life. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. 
Ten percent. During the act. We'll never come close to that. Holy smokes. That's mind blowing (laughs) is all it is. Um, So that's pretty much going to wrap us up for today. Unless, unless you've got something else. There's a lot. I mean, there's a whole lot y'all. There's so much. We we would not be able to break this down into episodes. No, no, definitely not. There's a lot. I mean, like I said, there were 15, 16 sessions. Um, Every single one of them could be an episode in itself. Um, you know, this whole di- idea of a virtual marriage was just one of them and it was a fairly fast one. Uh, but you know, we spent 45 minutes, you know, talking on that, but it's, it's such a reality to what we experience today in 2022 and what our digital world is that it's, it's focused on, on tech. Yeah, we should. And technology is great. Yeah. Challenge. I, we should challenge all of the listeners to figure out what their relationship with their phone is. Yeah. Are you the servant or the master or the master? I think most, if, if we really look at it, the majority of us are the servant. I'd say at least 75%. Uh, it may or be more. even more. Now, no, I think that most people are not going to admit it. No, oh, God, they're no. not going to say no, that. No, 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 I've got it under control. It's not a problem at all. If that's the case, turn it off for 24 hours, mm. turn it off for a day, stick it in a drawer for 24 hours and don't touch it. That'd be the most amazing thing for me. Because half the time I don't know where my phone is located. No. And you could know oh, it's in the drawer and it's turned off and it's not going <laughs> to buzz. It's not going to do this. You, you bought me a watch mm-hmm. to keep up work so I could ping the phone to know where the phone was located. It's an expensive item. You can't just go losing it all the time. Well, I, I'm air quoting, I lost my watch. You're wearing your watch right now. I so am. Suck it. Because <laughs> we found it when I, moved, I got a new car a few years ago. <laughs> Oh, look, here's the watch. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So, you got anything else? We done? We're going to have some dinner maybe, watch some more college baseball in our in our office. You know, maybe baseball they're supposed to meet tomorrow. Maybe, just maybe, we'll get a deal done and we'll have, uh, we'll have baseball again. I'm just sick of the rich people fighting the rich people. Oh, it blows my mind. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you guys are That's making... a whole different episode, Matthew The, the, the league just... minimum is $600,000. You should pray. good enough. You should pray us out now because oh, we're about to see red if we continue oh, to talk about this. I love baseball, but come on, guys. You are absolutely <laughs> killing me right now. Oh, God, we love you so much. We are thankful for, for what you're doing. I am thankful for my beautiful wife and my family. Um, and just thank you for using us uh, to be able to find this purpose, to be able to try and help other people and other marriages and, and other relationships just so we can do it in the way you designed. Uh, one one actual absolute fact in the world is your marriage cannot fail if we do it the way you designed it. And that's our prayer for everyone that we will, we will operate our lives and our marriage in the way that you designed every single day. We love you. We can't wait to see what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Play ball, maybe.